Jones as the Saints get set to shine. Welcome to the Arizona Sports Diaspora Podcast. I am Ethan in Atlanta, and with me, as always, Tyler in Phoenix. Say hello, Tyler. Hello. No Jeremy this week, but uh, we do have a new member of the diaspora, Claire Elizabeth. Your daughter was born uh, this week. The only good news coming out of Arizona sports, and I guess the Wildcats won, too. (laughs) But definitely the best news. Yeah, I did it. It was tough, but... Yeah, it was all you? Yep. You know, I had nachos, buffalo wings. The cafeteria at the hospital was (laughs) very delicious. And I had a homemade or a custom-made breakfast burrito. People say that all the time. Hospital food is the best is what people say. Dude, they had a nacho bar. It was a very good nacho bar. Is there any truth to the rumor that this is what you said when Claire arrived? Shazam! (laughs) Any truth to that? Sure. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) Well, hopefully we'll get to. Hopefully we'll get. (laughs) Hopefully we'll get to use that button again in this podcast. Though I'm not sure we will. We'll be talking about the Diamondbacks as they wind up their season. The Wildcats get a win, and the Cardinals. Their season seems to be over. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll try and find some levity in the depressing Arizona sports uh, news, or maybe we'll just talk about Claire. But first, let's do the news. Our top story: little girl likes her brain. What's your opinion? Well, I was all doom and gloom last week, and I predicted that the way things were going, we were going to miss out on Nico Mannion, uh, but we did not. He is the newest Arizona Wildcat. He'll be in the 2019 class. He's going to be the highest recruit in that class. Um, And he looks a lot like uh, Merida's brothers from the Pixar movie Brave. Looks kind of exactly (laughs) like those guys. And he's one of our top recruiters already. Oh, yeah, he's trying to get other people to come. Uh, Hopefully he'll be successful. Um, He's part of a long line of uh, homegrown Arizona products that have come to Arizona. Uh, Mike Bibby, uh, Richard Jefferson. Uh, Speaking of Richard Jefferson, other breaking news sent to us by Kyle. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Richard Jefferson's uh, dad was killed in a drive-by shooting in uh, California. Very sad news that just came out uh, this week. But... um, um, other over Wildcats un- from Arizona, Nick Johnson. Bit- over under 20 Bitcoin, we paid Nico Mannion. <laughs> Untraceable. Untraceable. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just happy he's with us. Happy he's with us, and we get the recruiting train back up and running. Yeah. Uh, another Wildcat in the news this week, uh, Dane Crookshanks with the uh, touchdown on a fake punt for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, he's a rookie uh, with the Titans, formerly of the Wildcat football team. That was cool to see. Uh, Steve Nash is doing Champions League studio show for Turner. Here I was just minding my business, watching soccer in the middle of the day, and who do they go to at halftime? But Steve Nash. Yeah, <laughs> so random. <laughs> He's loving soccer life after basketball. Yeah, he really does. Apparently you don't need a back to kick a soccer ball. So. <laughs> uh, ESPN has ranked uh, Devin Booker as the number 31 best player in the NBA in the top 100. He's jumped up 29 spots, and he's apparently ranked higher than John Wall, Al Hor- Horford, Blake Griffin, Chris Middleton, and DeMar DeRozan. 
uh, Glenn <laughs> Glenn chips in. Uh, should shouldn't he really be fourth and fi- or fifth on this list? I think he's assuming Horford and Wall and Griffin are probably better. Or no, probably uh, DeRozan above Griffin at this point. What do you think? Is he the thirty first best player in the league? Do you think they're rating him with the broken hand? And that's why no, he's so high. No, I, I they don't think that. Lame. But do you think uh, full strength he's that good? He's I mean I I think he's good. I'd love to see him win something. Thirty one's not that good, is it? Out of it's like not even an all-star. Yeah, but ahead of those other guys, DeRozan was an MVP candidate. Uh, Would you rather have DeRozan I think, or I think I think Booker? the age plays into. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Those lists are kind of. What's yeah. the criteria? They're just the. Their like criteria is to allow us to talk about something on the podcast. Yeah, they're s- silly. It's bullshit. Uh, all right, <laughs> strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> strong opinions from from you. Um, thanks for that. Hot stuff coming through. Uh, the Cardinals rookie uh, wide receiver Christian Kirk was held out of practice today as a precaution because he was hit on the freeway uh, who by a woman who tried to do a hit and run. Kirk followed her in his car after being hit uh, just to get her license plate. Um, uh, said he's fine now, but it was a precaution. He wanted to make sure there was no uh, lingering effects from the car accident. Tyler, um, was this you? Do you know who this could be? Did you <laughs> hit Christian Kirk was in a wig? He was the one that got in trouble at the golf open. Yes, he was. Right. Yeah. You think this is all part of the same story? This is Wasn't somebody. Was a car thing? He was throwing rocks at cars. He was throwing. Well, allegedly, like apparently, um, the uh. video shows that he was not doing that. But you think this, this is an elaborate some. setup to to frame him? <laughs> By who? They couldn't get him and with the rocks. The, 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 the waste management open. Oh, they don't want to be made to look a fool. Now they're going to try and set him up on the freeway with some kind of you know car accident. I'm starting to get worried for him yeah. with the, with your conspiracy theory. Uh yeah, that's a it's, it's a tough move. What do you do in the situation? If you get hit and run? On the freeway. Yeah, that's tough. Do you chase him? Not in my car. My car would not survive the chase <laughs> on the freeway. <laughs> I would not be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I respect the move. It yeah. That's quick decision making out of a receiver. I like gut, that. Guts. Yeah. Uh, it's what you want over the middle. On the gas pedal. He shows so he can take a hit and keep going. That's right. You can't check him at the line. Yeah. So... Yeah, good job on you, Christian Kirk. Hope he's okay. And let's uh, let's finish up the news with a little Schadenfreude corner. No, I do not know what Schadenfreude is. Uh, this week, um, ASU uh, finally lost in football. Thank God. <laughs> We've been really looking forward to making fun of Herm Edwards and really haven't had an opportunity to. But San Diego State did it for us. Um, chiming in, uh, you play to win the game. Uh, and posting the score of the game, Herm Edwards' famous phrase. Um, but ASU got a little bit screwed on this, <laughs> on oh a weird gosh. call. A Do you want to describe game. it? I stayed up to watch it, even though I was getting induced the next morning at 5 a.m. So. Well, your wife was. I don't know if they're... Do they induce you, too? Because they're not supposed to do that. That's sexual harassment. Hey, you know, I'll let them put that thing wherever they want it. Yeah, you got a cute kid out of it. <laughs> um... So I stayed up 
and they're getting beat. It was nice. They're down 28 to 14 with uh, maybe like six minutes left, something like that. They had run 12 plays in the second half, <laughs> and they had not gotten a first down. They wow. had like 11 yards on 12 plays. It was phenomenal to watch. San Diego State was murdering them. And then all of a sudden, they put together an incredible drive, throwing deep, and they got within seven with like a minute 20 left, or a minute 50 left. And they onside kick terribly, and SCSU recovers, and they run the ball three times. Herm Edwards, for some reason, does not take a timeout on first down after they gain And they're four down yards. seven? And they're down by seven. Right? Hmm. He lets the clock tick down. They run the ball on second down. He calls timeout. So they have one timeout left. They run the ball on third down. They pick up 16 yards in the first down. ASU strips the runner. <laughs> Amazing. They strip the run back. The only possible way after they After 16 get the ball yards? Back. After 16 yards in the first down. So the game was about to end. They're about to take knees. They strip the ball. ASU recovers the ball, and they have one timeout left. Wow. <laughs> and the announcers are like, oh, my God. Herm Edwards is a fucking genius. <laughs> he didn't he didn't call that timeout because he knew. <laughs> so then they throw this. They get to, like, midfield on a couple of plays, and they can throw over the middle um, because they have the timeout. They end up not using the timeout. They throw a Hail Mary pass to the one-yard line and catch the ball. And then... The SCSU safety comes up and annihilates the receiver directly to the head and makes him bobble the ball. And they have the timeout and they call timeout on the one yard line. And then they review the catch. It's a drop, but the targeting only gets them 15 yards, so they're at the 50 yard line and they throw another Hail Mary incomplete. Yeah, Incredible so they, game. They've got to change that rule. It was <laughs> absolutely bullshit. Every, every defender on that Hail Mary play is just going to aim for yeah. your head. There's it's no so reason. Smart. Yeah, there's no reason to so defend smart. it. Just smack somebody in the head. Right. You yeah. don't even, who cares if they catch role. it? Yeah. There's no way they can take it to the ground if it's three people try to hit their head. Well, there was a, a double dose of uh, schadenfreude this weekend. No, I do not know what schadenfreude is. Because ASU alum Zane Gonzalez missed approximately <laughs> one million game-winning field goals for the Cleveland Browns <laughs> on Sunday and then got cut. Uh, so, you know, not looking great for the Sun Devils <laughs> this weekend. Hey, wait. It was, it was for the Browns. And the Browns came out and said they knew he had a hamstring injury that week, and they still let and him they kick. still let him kick and then <laughs> cut him <laughs> and cut him. <laughs> Only so. the Browns. <laughs> I didn't hear that Browns. last part. I didn't know so that. That's bad. incredible. Yeah, uh, well, we're going to probably watch him do something very Brownsy right now with the games coming down to the wire here. Oh, All right, let's that. move on and talk about the terrible, terrible, no good uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. Your Arizona Diamondbacks. So the Diamondbacks have lost, uh, I think it's 14 of 18 um, down the stretch here. They also lost probably our most consistent starter uh, over the last couple of weeks, Clay Buckholtz. He's done for the year. Um, we took we lost a series to Houston. We lost a series to Chicago. Um, 
And we lost one in again to Houston despite a uh, ninth inning comeback in the end of that series. Um, made a lot of noise and al- almost took that series. Uh, which uh, to me was showed a little bit of heart. They hadn't quit yet. Um, there's a lot of questions about how Tori Lovello has done as a manager, and at least these guys are still playing. But maybe they should quit, and maybe they were going to quit because last night Tori <laughs> sat Goldie, Steven Souza, uh, Escobar, my favorite player, uh, Peralta in favor of like 18 AAA players, and they won nine to nothing. I don't have a ton on the Dimebacks this week because their season's <laughs> over. So I just want to dedicate all of our time to this. Um, Tori said that, don't worry, he wasn't throwing in the towel. But really, there are ten games left and we're down six games. <laughs> Do you think we were actually giving... He was actually trying to give up with that, and now he's pretending. Because Joe Madden, the opposing manager for the Cubs... Um, was saying he thought it was a brilliant move because they c- we couldn't strategize for it and it was really smart of him. But I, honestly, I do you, I don't know if I buy this. I mean, if you're 14, you know, you've lost 14 out of 18. You're just trying anything. You do have the out of you know, I gotta mix it up. Yeah. Without saying you gave up, so I don't know that I could see that. Just try anything. Yeah, I mean, and especially the offense has not been great. Um, and it sure looked like it worked. I wonder if they're going to play. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to play zero. in the next game. I mean, <laughs> there is a path. We have uh, nine Future games spread. left. We have three against the Rockies who are ahead of us, three against the Dodgers. I mean, you basically got to win out, and then we have three against the Padres. You got to win out. You got to win all nine if you're going to get into the playoffs, I think, at this point, don't you? Yes. <laughs> Which is bad. It's very but bad. yeah, yeah, we had to, we've, right. It does make these first few games really interesting against the Rockies. <laughs> it, no, it doesn't. It, no, I think if we can win a couple of them, then you start putting pressure on the Rockies for the third one, then there's a lot of pressure going into the Dodgers um, series when we're, you know, close. I, you know, yeah. I think it, I, I'm at least going uh, to be interested for the next Rockies game, and then when they blow that one, I'm going to not be, not care anymore. <laughs> they're actually good. The Rockies are very good. Yeah, the Rockies are who I'll be rooting for in the playoffs if they can make yeah. it. Yeah, it's uh, we had our chances. It was, a, it was a fun season. At least we were in it the whole season. We were in it the whole season. It was a weird season. It had that incredible April, that um, terrible May, the incredible June, and then just a middling July and August. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and a terrible you know September. Fucking blew it for sure. Yeah, it hasn't been good for like three months. That's the only thing. It's been frustrating for three months. It's been okay, but this last fourteen, this last month is just that. I mean, we we can replay our conversation after the Dodgers series, but I said it was done then. I mean, you just cannot come back emotionally from that devastation. Yeah, for sure. That was like the World Series. Yeah, except we won, won. baby. Yeah, so suck on that big old dick. Well, let's move on past this. Uh, by the first, we'll finish up with uh, evil Paul Goldschmidt. Oh, there's a flag. <laughs> really evil, like so <laughs> evil that you would say it was evil, like it's the fruits of the devil. You know, everyone thinks that Goldie's a good guy, but you know, it was his idea to make our healthcare system employer-based. You ever try to get a flu shot when it isn't provided at work? The insurance company has to talk to the pharmacy and the primary care physician. Find out if it's covered under medical or pharmacy. If uh, I have to give it to the CVS Minute Clinic, which 
insurance I have to give it to, the pharmacy one or the medical one. They share the same desk. The minute clinic and the pharmacy are on the same desk. Why does it matter which card I give you? <laughs> Pure evil. Stupid. Stupid Goldie. You, you're about to live in that world with the when the uh, bills start coming in for your kid being delivered. <laughs> I'm already paid, baby. <laughs> eh, that's what you think. And then the hospital starts sending you things. No, I messed the out-of-pocket maximum because Emily's been to the hospital six times. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were all... We've already paid all of our shit. <laughs> oh, that's fun. <laughs> uh, came a little early. Let's see. It was going to come. Let's go to uh, Arizona football. The Majestic Sparrow Cactus, principal resident of the Sonoran Desert surrounding University of Arizona. Somebody asked Teddy Bruschi a couple of weeks ago, how in the world do you guys play such great defense? He said, it's easy. We make other teams go backwards. Jenkins steps up. He goes. He dies. He dies. wanting to hit the home run. Riders out there. The Cats won this week, 62-31. to It didn't start out great. Our defense is undisciplined in all meanings of the word. It's a bunch of fake tough guys ashamed of the fact that they know they can't stop anybody, so they just like get unsportsmanlike penalties all the time. In fact, of the Thunderbirds' first four drives, three had unsportsmanlike or roughing penalties that extended the drives. Um, We also had sort of off-the-field stuff um, that was going on. It just We had ten penalties in this game after not having many many penalties, and they were almost all on the defense who just looked like they were frustrated and trying to be tough. You know, it was stupid. And I honestly think we blow them out worse than this score was if we hadn't had those unsportsmanlike penalties that extended drives. So bad. Yeah. I don't know. And it gets worse. One of our most experienced defensive linemen, Justin Belknap, is likely out for the season with a broken foot. Whitaker left the game early in the first. I kept talking about him as, you know, this incredible secondary player that we were really going to improve when he was on the field. He got in there, got a roughing penalty, and then got injured and left. Played like two downs. <laughs> no, yeah, he hurt his shoulder, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Helbig threw for uh, 270 yards on 27 of 44, and he was only sacked twice. And the trenches weren't good either. Southern Utah was five of six on fourth down. <laughs> defense is so bad. Uh, through three weeks, we have the worst defense in the Pac-12, giving up 35 yards per opponent's possession. Oregon State's actually 11th Seems with bad. 34. Seems bad because they start on their 35, or our yeah. 35 most of the time. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this defense? What do you think when you're watching this defense? The great uh, Marcel Yates. man. Where the hell it's is Mike King Johnson? It, it, I, you know, it's okay to be small yeah but i feel like we're always out of position yeah it's like Like if they run not even close if they run like a a, some misdirection one direction the other side of the field is going to be wide open (laughs) every time if it's a receiver if it's pitch whatever it is we just seem to take the bait on whatever it is and then we catch up with you later and then punch you in the face which is not allowed yeah there's 
it feels like once a quarter there's just one guy running wide open. <laughs> like, I mean, not even like a slow guy behind him, just like he's yeah. wide open. Yeah. Yeah, but damn it, if when we catch sucks. you in the end zone, you're going to get kicked in the nuts. <laughs> it sucks because we can't score as much as we could last year. So yeah. it's like once they score, we're screwed. So what is the solution? Is that Do you just play prevent and hope that they make a mistake in the red zone? I think you blitz all night. Just always run at them and I mean, make like, our corners cover people. Well, the corners are already not covering people. <laughs> but at least we might <laughs> get our, pressure. Our corners might be, I think, maybe the most talented of the group if Whitaker ever plays. And uh, Burns has been pretty good. Or is it Burns or Bruns? I think Burns, it's Burns. I think. Burns, yeah, he's been pretty good. I think a lot of times they get lost in coverage, but if you're blitzing, they just can stick man to man, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're gonna give up touchdowns, but at least every once in a while we might get a turnover. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah. All right, well, that's our recommendation: just blitz all the time. It's like yes. we're playing Madden. <laughs> yeah, um, engage eight <laughs> or like <laughs> seven. We, uh, I don't think we have enough. I don't think we have eight guys that can engage. <laughs> no. However many guys you can engage. <laughs> there were more dropped passes this week. Tate hit Ellison in the face on one attempt. That one was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're going to lose a game this year with a drop pass and a pivotal moment. No. Just wait for that to happen. We're going to lose a quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we scored just before halftime to make it 24-17, but we almost went to halftime tied with an FCS team. Oh, man. It was so bad. close. <laughs> and then we scored 31 unanswered points, uh, 24 to begin the second half. The defense was vastly improved, only th- giving up three yards on the Thunderbirds' first three drives of the second half. So some kind of adjustment was made. Did they just start? I went to bed at halftime. Did they start blitzing? <laughs> um, No, I think. Damn it. We just started playing better. We, yeah, we were just where they were more. Was, I the don't cats, know what happened. The Cats never punted the whole game and never had a drive longer than two minutes. So... I, apparently, we, we would. I think you said we would uh, have a chance at the FCS playoff right now. I'm telling you, the Southern Utah team is actually favored to win the Big Sky. Uh, Tate was 13 of 20 for 349 yards, a career high, five touchdowns, a career best, including a Tebow jump pass touchdown. Do you think you were going to see that? Uh, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. We should do every play that way. <laughs> Just it's so uh, confusing. Everyone's like, yeah. why is he jumping? <laughs> why is he fainting and jumping? <laughs> uh, should, what do you think of the rollout we strategy? our offense uh, no drive longer than two minutes. That sounds pretty familiar. Yeah. Let's two call it the Philip Beefus. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, what did Suck you think of the Phil. rollout strategy they were using this week? Um, by the way, the ankle looks fine. I think yeah, he's I playing... Know. I think he might be playing possum. I think he keeps saying, like, I'm hurt and I can't really run. And he's saving it for USC um, (laughs) because he hates USC so much. And he's going to be like Enigo Montoya from uh, Princess Bride and, you know, come to avenge his (laughs) not being recruited by USC. I think Uh, that only works if you don't lose your first two games. Well, I don't think he cares. I think he just wants to beat them and he's going to save running for that game. (laughs) Two weeks from now. Yeah, I think so. I don't. I don't know what happened. What he couldn't even run against these guys. He didn't try to. They were just rolling I him mean, out, give him the a, option, and they I, had I like a couple the, design runs that he got yeah. smoked on. 
he uh, at least with the rollout that they were using, he has the option to run, which is an improvement over the first two weeks. Yeah. He only ran four times, but for 19 yards, um, but we really didn't need him to. Ty, this is I, I quoted you here. Your your analysis of of him falling in love with the passing game. Yeah. Do you want me to read it? That much, yeah, or expand on it. He just he just loves passing, and it's easy to do it against these shitty guys. But yeah. pretty soon, like when you play Sanford, I don't think we play Sanford this year, but USC, you can't just pass. We our offense isn't good enough. We don't have good enough receivers <laughs> to just pass. Yeah. See or earlier when Ellison got hit in the head. We have to run. You have to have the second dynamic. Well, we first. It's not good. We first we forced our first turnover this week, and you may have noticed um, from the first three weeks of college football that everybody has a turnover object. Uh, copying Miami's turnover chain last year, uh, what should be if we had to have one? What would you want the turnover object of the Wildcats to be? Hmm, uh, like another player that we like grab out of the stands. That'd be cool. A, a turnover <laughs> person? Yeah, like a. Like, we have more players that we grab, like good guys. Oh. We're, just, we're just waiting to get them. You get, it's like dodgeball like and bench. you can unlock <laughs> yeah, there you go. people who are stuck on the <laughs> sidelines. Exactly. So and we now tag in jerseys. Scooby Wright. <laughs> He's not Former doing anything. So yeah, right. I'll take it. Uh, Glenn added this. Uh, no one's going to address this, uh, but for the first time since the Desert Swarm era, we're actually wearing Cardinal, not Red, and Navy, and it looks amazeballs. I have to take his word for it because <laughs> Pac-12 network in uh, in the South is standard definition, so it, I can't tell. I can't tell. Although they're they're on uh, they're on uh, one of the national networks this week uh, because they play at four o'clock. Four o'clock, hallelujah! I, I won't be up so late. I um, think Glenn's the only non-thirteen-year-old that says "amaze balls." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that. Uh, we love you, Glenn. Uh, the Cats opened this as a seven-point favorite. I saw it come down to six against Oregon State, but it's conference time. Um, you guys have been keep you kept reassuring me that you know we'll we'll get it together for conference time. Uh, the Pac-12 South is wide open. Nobody is going to run away with this all season long. I, the, the team who wins it's going to have you know the minimal number of wins. Oregon State lost last week uh, in Reno to uh, Nevada despite having a 30-yard game-winning field goal attempt that their kicker choked on. Oregon State is second in the country in big plays, 28 plays of 20-plus yards. Um, So we could see more of uh, what Houston was doing to us. Their QB, Connor Blunt, was replaced by their recently concussed preseason starter, um, I think his name is Drew Luton, who got hurt toward the end of that game. Blunt went back in. And together they passed for 450 yards, uh, which seems like a problem for us. <laughs> yeah. But their they, defense sucks. Their defense is terrible, but they can move the ball with either so one of bad. their quarterbacks. Uh, Isaiah Hodges caught a career-high 14 catches last week for Oregon State for 200 yards. And the last time we saw Oregon State was last year in Tucson, where we won 49-28. Tate passed only seven times in that game for 68 yards, but he ran 16 times for 206 oh yards. God. Dawkins even I came in and played so in that much. game. What's that? I miss those days so much. Yeah, fun. 206 uh, yards of rushing? Yeah. Ugh. Just for the quarterback. 
um, we can't. We set a program record in rushing that day. Will we knowing this? And Mazone must uh, know, you know, that he's seen the tape of last year. Knowing this, will we run or we just keep on passing? I mean, we've been trying to run. I just don't think we can. Or yeah. He's hurt or something. How can you? How can it be that different? They're the same people are there. Maybe we've lost some of the I offensive linemen. I think he broke his leg. Maybe he has a broken leg. I don't we just think don't so. Know about it. Um, Something. We haven't won in Research Stadium in Corvallis since 2009, but uh, the last time we played there was 2011, so it's not like we've had a ton of opportunities. Uh, going to be an interesting game of the two worst teams in the Pac-12. Um, before you get to your predictions, let's play a little Three Truths and a Lie. Uh, Beaver's new coach is Jonathan Smith. So this is going to be the Jonathan Smith Three Truths and a Lie. As always, I got three facts and and one thing I made up. Hey, the Browns just won. Schobert. <laughs> uh, you tell me which Schobert. one I made up. Are you ready? Yes. Jonathan Smith, the, the new coach of the Oregon State Beavers, led the Beavers to a program best 11-1, Fiesta Bowl victory over Notre Dame, and finished the season number four uh, as a quarterback when he was quarterback of the team. The Beavers ended the season number four. He threw a 97-yard touchdown to Chad Ochocinco versus Stanford. Of course, he was Chad Johnson mm. then. <laughs> he, That's he, a lie. He calls TJ Hushmanzada <laughs> the hoosh. And finally, he beat Arizona every year but 98 when the Cats went 12-1. and one. Which of those did I make up? <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, the Chad Ochocinco. No, he did that. He threw a 97-yard <laughs> touchdown pass against Stanford. So easy. Hooshmanzada. Yep. Damn it. <laughs> he does not call him the hooch. It seems so stupid to be <laughs> fake. Yeah, I was counting on that. What's your prediction for this one, Ty? I think. What do you think of that really, line? Really high scoring. Uh, I don't think we should be favored by seven. I, I think when we predicted it, uh, you, Josh, myself, and Dad all had Oregon State by a three-point favorite. Yeah. It's one of those games, uh, it's going to be like 49, 42. But wow. So even away. though it starts at 4, it's going to end at 1 a.m.? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hopefully. I think that kind of game favors us. And but do yeah, you like our chances, or you just think it's a total toss-up? Yeah, I think it's a toss-up, like a Big 12 game where, like, someone turns it over in the fourth quarter and they win by mm. 7 or 10. Well, at least it'll be enjoyable or, or entertaining afternoon. Hopefully we are the ones that get that turnover that you speak of. I, um, so. I suggest betting Oregon State. Uh, at least take the points. Yeah, it seems safe. Uh, let's uh, move on to the Arizona Cardinals. But they are who we thought they were. Another bump in this road. I'd like to get the potholes fixed. It was only Cardinals in the Super Bowl. How about it? And David Johnson gets down there the goal line. And they're going to call a touchdown. Cardinals. Larry Fitzgerald inside the 30. The 20. Larry Fitzgerald is insane. Thank you. 
Well, the Cardinals lost 34 to nothing to the Rams. Last year we lost 33 to nothing, so I guess we know what the score of next year's game will be. So there's no reason to <laughs> waste a Sunday. It'll be 35 nothing. I uh I had to watch no, most 32. of this. What's that? Oh yeah, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I had to watch most of this uh game on GameCast cuz they wouldn't put it on uh NFL Red Zone. <laughs> And the number of times that GameCast describes Sam Bradford as pass short left um, was staggering. <laughs> he threw for yeah. 90 yards, 27 passes. Um, how many did the box score describe as deep? He threw 27 passes. He, I already mentioned uh, that most of them said pass short somewhere. How many did they right. describe as deep? Two, and one of them he threw an interception on. Nice. Two deep passes. This is quite a difference. I remember in preseason I, I was actually kind of, I was like, ooh, that's interesting. Maybe it'll be a more controlled passing game. Now I just want somebody to throw it deep. Um, Wilkes <laughs> says that he's not ready to address the QB situation, and he says he's not. he wasn't even tempted to put in Rosen. I wish I had this guy's fucking willpower. I can barely get to 1130 before eating my packed lunch every day. You struggle with that? I th- I, if I have breakfast at six a.m., I, 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 getting to noon for lunch is really tough. I have always never eaten breakfast, and I only get hungry at noon. That's so weird. Why don't you? Yeah. Maybe you should coach the cardinal. Which I recently found out is like a type of diet. Yeah, it is kind of. Yeah. <laughs> is that like super fasting or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it's I had. Like I wish I had you guys' willpower. Um, Will spoke with uh, McCoy, planning to simplify the offense. Oh, good. That's exactly what we need. I guess we're just going to kneel down for for all of our offensive possessions. Wilk said this about Bradford. Is he inconsistent? Yes. Does he need to be a little more accurate? Yes. But that's not just Sam. We need to be able to get a lot more protection, and he needs a little bit more time to go through his progression. And yet he still didn't even think about Rosen. He'll definitely have lots of Wilkes time against Clil Mack. Do you think Wilk's watch Remember the Titans and saw that uh, Henry Boone's playbook was only 11 plays. <laughs> and he was like, oh shit. They went undefeated. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, we've got 12 plays. Let's reduce it by backside, one. Georgia reverse. <laughs> Something like that. Pro Football Focus. <laughs> backside, Georgia reverse. Pro Football Focus has ranked all the quarterbacks, and Bradford is 33rd, which means that he's behind a backup quarterback, and that is our good friend, Blaine Gabbard. It was a, it's ahead of Sam Bradford. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. What are your Bradford thoughts? When is Rosen going to play? You know, he's the last of the so first-round quarterback draft picks that has not played now, now that uh, Baker Mayfield got into this game. Yeah. On the last podcast, I made a joke about uh, Sam Bradford trying to retire at halftime. And then in the next week of <laughs> NFL play... Yeah. That's where you <laughs> think he got the idea? <laughs> yes. Yes, the power of the pod. He <laughs> actually retired at halftime. I was the first one to mention the idea. I, yeah. I don't know. Well done. There are dozens of us. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks for listening, Vontae Davis. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's time for uh, it's time for Rosen, I guess. Are you guess? Baker did. You sound really enthusiastic about it. I just don't think he's going to be that good. Really, uh, the rest of these first rounders look good, and people had him, you know, right up there. 
Yeah, but they looked good in the preseason, too. Yeah. Rosen did not. I didn't think he looked terrible. Oh I, I thought he, had, he showed some, some moments. I think the, the Browns still could lose here. <laughs> they might, yeah. They're out of timeouts. <laughs> It'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um... Uh, we, the defense was better uh, against the Rams, which is a funny thing to say when you lose thirty-four to nothing. But wh- when you don't cross half, uh, when you don't cross the the half, the fifty-yard line for three quarters, <laughs> yeah. your defense isn't in much of a position to do anything. <laughs> um, uh, I was actually impressed with this guy Benson Mayoa, who we picked up from Dallas uh, after Marcus Golden got hurt. He had six tackles and two sacks against the Raiders, uh, and he had uh, several good plays uh, in the game against the Rams. He's been in the league six years. He's from the Idaho Vandals. He was undrafted. His best year was 2015 when he had 15 tackles and six sacks. I just thought we'd highlight him because Marcus Golden's coming back this week, so we're probably not going to hear from him again, but I was impressed. I kind of liked him. I wonder what... um, I, I hope that Kyle sends his thoughts since he got to watch him with the Cowboys. And the other good part of the defense is Patrick Peterson had an incredible interception. Yeah, that was the that's the highlight yeah. of the season right now. This this was on in the delivery room, so I did get to see a lot of this game. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, Glenn added this on we here. Felt the same amount of pain. A cardinal or a commenter on the Cardinals Instagram page says, "Steve Kime has more points on his driver's license than the Cardinals have all season," which is. Extremely funny. <laughs> we have the Bears this week, um, and the stadium will be filled two-thirds with Bears fans. The opening line was Bears minus four and a half. Uh, what did the Bears do last week? They Who did they play they last week? won on Monday Night Football. Yeah, against they the... Who was it? The good team that I thought was going to win, Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks. That's right. They're coming off of a win. Their defense looks incredible, which means it's another big test for uh, our simplified playbook and our simple 10 of a quarterback. Um, the last time we saw them was 2015, and we won 48 to 23. But that was that. Ma- oh no, excuse me. Yeah, no, yeah, we lost. We won. Um, that was that magical 2015 season. So that doesn't really count. Um, of course, you remember them from the famous. Uh, Crown them, crown them game. Uh, yeah. Can can't remember that. They are who we thought they were. We are who they thought they were. Um, what? How do you? What do you give the Cardinals chances in this one against the Bears? Um, I think this is one of those sneaky. We got a chance. Weeks we could we could win. Yeah. I give us a fifty percent chance. I think there's a chance we can win this one too. I I think I think especially t- the Bears on Monday night. I think taking the points. Because we've just been made fun of mercilessly. We've been beaten down. Our defense isn't that bad. And their offense is fine, but nothing scary. I think take the under yeah. and take the points. Um, they just won. They hey, the Browns just won. Congrats to me. They have, but, but they have Khalil Mack. So. They do have Khalil Mack. It's very terrifying. That's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Maybe we let um, Khalil Mack hurt Bradford and then bring in Rosen next week. <laughs> Why next week? <laughs> Just play without a quarterback for the rest of this game so that uh, he doesn't hurt Rosen also. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. That's the plan, guys. This is what we've come to with our sports. I We're going to lose to Oregon State and hope that our quarterback gets hurt with the Cardinals. <laughs> I hope that uh, Rosen can make that pitch off the bench. 
I can't remember the Titans. This <laughs> <laughs> is a solid reference. Good. We have, we have two Remember the Titans references. We're doing good. I, what's your last call, <laughs> Ty? Uh, shout out to, to Claire. Uh, she's been awesome. First four days. So hopefully that keeps up. Yeah. Emily's been a trooper too. Good wife. Uh, Ben's been good. It's been, I recommend everyone, uh, don't work. It's <laughs> been, spend time with your family. <laughs> this is my first week off and it has been awesome. It's way better than working. Uh, Tyler, also, Tyler's endorsing family. That controversial. <laughs> no, spending time at home. Oh, not family. Even if you didn't have family. Sometimes when they nap, I watch golf at like four, <laughs> 2 o'clock. That's also better than work. <laughs> uh, my last call uh, is I like to find uh, sort of like instrumental music to work to. So that's something that doesn't have like lyrics. Um, and uh, I just found there's this like three album playlist of Disneyland ambient sounds on Spotify and now I just it's like I'm working in the park all the time which if you're a Disney fan like me it's great so if you're not a Disney fan don't check this out but if you are <laughs> Disneyland theme park what if you playlist what if you're an ambient noise fan no then definitely check it out <laughs> okay good that's all we got. If you'd like to connect with us, please email at ArizonaSportDesperateGmail.com. Tweet at EasySportDesperate or visit our Facebook or Instagram pages. If there are any sponsors listening, we'd be happy to hawk your wares. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. Why don't you say goodnight, Tyler? Good night. <laughs>